0: Thank you for joining us today for If You Really Knew Me, a place for honest conversations about the Enneagram to inspire better relationships with others, ourselves, and God. My name is Kim Willie,
1: And I'm Ben Sorrells.
0: Our goal today is to help make your relationship with your significant other better. We are all in some type of relationship, whether it be married, engaged, dating, or friendship. So Ben, how can we use the Enneagram to aid in this?
1: You know, the best place to start is taking a look at communication. It's really how can we better understand and listen and respond to the important people in our lives in a healthy way.
0: That sounds like it can be hard work.
1: It absolutely is hard work, and it takes patience and dedication. You have to be very intentional. Sometimes couples or people in a close relationship never get the hang of it. So our hope today is that we can share some insight that will make you have a stronger connection in your relationship so that it can thrive.
0: I would assume that no matter what our Enneagram type is, that we are we all share a common need to be heard, mm-hmm. understood, and respected.
1: Absolutely. When people feel truly understood, seen, and heard, it makes them come alive and helps them to transform into the best versions of themselves. We can dive right in. Yes, let's and dive you know, right in. <laughs> and you know... Um, We've started with different numbers in the past. So why don't we start with yes, type six? That sounds great. So we've talked about type sixes. Um, type sixes are the loyalist. And there are actually two kinds of type sixes that you'll hear us talk about, the phobic and the counterphobic. Mm-hmm. So the good thing about this communication, it applies to all type sixes, whether you're phobic or counterphobic. Okay. Um, a lot of times you'll see the difference in phobic and counterphobic in the behavior that we choose to deal with the things that are meaningful to us. So where a phobic may retreat a little bit, a Mm -hmm. counterphobic will go towards it, they'll lean into it. But it's still the same kinds of reactions or anxiety. So when a type six is doing well, they're very warm and caring and funny and a good listener. I was, I was, when we were saying funny, I was thinking of a friend of mine. She is hilarious. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't always see that. But when when you catch her in, in a time where she's not doing something or other things, she can be the funniest person. <laughs> they can be overly reactive when they're not doing well okay. or anxious or skeptical. Um, one of the things about a type six is they research in order to be loyal. So they're okay. not going to give their loyalty away very quickly. But when they do, I mean, they will stick through to the end.
0: That's awesome.
1: So if you're going to improve communication with a type six, um, something you can do that they will appreciate, communicate your thoughts, feelings, any feedback, request, be very clear and direct. So me as a type two, sometimes I'll beat around the bush to to not offend anyone and you know, type six, everybody can be offended, but let's make it clear, clear and direct. Um, Let them know when time or space is needed. Mm-hmm. to process thoughts and feelings. So if a type six doesn't hear from you in a while, yeah. you need to tell them, okay, I'm going to be processing for a little bit and then I'll get back to you. You don't need to stew and wonder if I'm thinking this or if I'm thinking that. Just be very clear and say, I'm going to need some time to think about this yeah. and I'll come back, You know, especially hard conversations. Um, so if we flee... From a hard conversation, it causes them to think all the worst reasons and possibilities. (laughs) I'm sure. And it's going to make more fear and more anxiety, which is not what we want to do to our loved one. No. Reassuring them of support and love and faithfulness before and after and even during a heavy conversation. Mm -hmm. So in other words, we're going to talk about this heavy thing, Mm -hmm. but just know that it's not going to be the thing that makes or breaks us um we just this is a detail that we need to work out so you still have my support you still have my love you know all that kind of stuff sometimes just a little you know reassurance of that it Mm -hmm. will go a long way with the type six also you want to create a safe relational atmosphere giving them support and assurance and loyalty. So
0: well, they're loyal. Yes. So having that in return, I'm sure, is huge for them. Yes. So what about type sevens? How do they how would it best be to handle relationship with them and communicate with them?
1: Yes. Yeah, so when type sevens are doing well, they speak in a fun and lively and lighthearted, joyful way. They take time to listen to others without taking over the conversation. So when they're not doing so well, um, they can be a little hyper, scattered keep the attention on themselves by telling long and grand stories to avoid anything pessimistic or or even too deep uh, one of the ways we can improve a communication with a type 7 when you bid for their attention do it in an environment that is not too distracting i'm going to have this important conversation with you kim mm-hmm. In the middle of a busy restaurant, you know. <laughs> Probably not good. <laughs> squirrel. Can we say exactly. hashtag squirrel? <laughs> yeah. So that it's not setting a hard conversation up for success. Yeah, exactly. Um, if your loved one is a type seven, you know, just kind of make it so that... This is the focus and we don't get, you know, because sevens can't help but see that. That's exactly what I was thinking. It's not like they're choosing to, I mean, you can choose to keep following that path, but it presents itself to them. So it's like, oh, look at this. If they're all
0: about the fun, then they're totally missing what your serious conversation is. (laughs) A lot of times
1: fun means action and there's action going on over here, you know. (laughs) So um, that's something. Be positive, and affirming Mm -hmm. um, and bring information before discussing negative information that might be difficult for them to hear you know negative perspectives and dispositions you know will be not as received as well so you kind of bring it more back to neutral and informational try not to activate reframing so we talked about sevens will reframe something into a positive. Oh, I was just in an accident, retotaled my car, but hey, I get another one. It's like, whoa, 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 how are you? How's everybody else? You know, do you have do you have everything you need? You know, so if you can bring it back to neutral, then they're not going to reframe things. They'll talk about what it is you need to talk about.
0: So question about that. If sevens don't really like the negative side of things, do you do the compliment sandwich? Do you do this? Start with something positive, then go to the negative, then come back to the positive? That's or... not
1: really how sevens like things. Okay. Sevens are more, let's not get too unnecessarily emotional. Okay. And if you're too, you know, uh, you're coming at them, then they're going to reframe. Gotcha. And they're going to, you need to just loosen that uh, emotion. Okay. You, you still want to have, you know, be true to yourself. But if you just come just ready to light right into them, you know, that's that's not going to get a desired response and really with anyone. Yeah, it's off-putting. So you just kind of make it a little bit more informational Mm -hmm. and, and then maybe make sure you incorporate their ideas into solving the problems and give them as much control of the situation and outcome as possible.
0: Love that love that. Now how can we love best on our type 8 friends?
1: So type 8s we love our type 8 friends and when a type 8 is doing well they're very generous, they're loyal Um, they protect and they stand up for the weak Mm -hmm. Uh, those they love and those at the mercy of injustice they are very very aware and protective of. Mm -hmm. Maybe when they're not doing well uh, they'll be a little more demanding, Uh, they can seem insensitive and quick to anger, maybe unwilling to see how they hurt others. So it's important that we keep our communications open and we improve that with the type eight. To improve communication, keep comments brief, purposeful, <laughs> clear, direct, not a lot of fluff and stuff. Yeah. It's not necessary. This is where we're dealing with this task right now. We don't need to surface talk it. Let's just get right just down to facts, it. the facts, please. Right. And they're not going to be as... I mean, everyone has a sensitivity level, but they're not going to be as sensitive as maybe a type two is Mm -hmm. to receiving criticism. They're going to challenge it and talk it out and and that kind of stuff. So um, keep it brief and purposeful. Okay. Allow them to respond whenever they feel the need and do not be intimidated by their strong stance. They want others to stand their ground and work through the situation with them. Gotcha. So that's really important because an eight is not afraid to challenge things. Yeah. It's not challenging out of, hey, I just want to challenge for the fun of it. It's challenging the idea that you're putting out. Yeah. And they want others to do the same. For someone to just retreat back when they're being bold, mm-hmm. it works so much better if you meet their passion for it it doesn't have to be their intensity but you meet their passion so
0: maybe mirror them and what they're having a conversation about you know
1: mirroring is a really important tool in relationships anyway
0: i think all the numbers probably Mm -hmm. you know as long as you kind of go to someone's level and where they're at instead of coming at them too much or being Mm -hmm. too little (laughs) that's right
1: people a lot of times give out what they want to receive Mm -hmm. yeah amen so that's why mirroring works so well another thing is Demonstrate loyalty. They so appreciate loyalty. Mm -hmm. And one of the worst things that can happen to them personally in their relationships is to feel like they've been betrayed or that someone's disloyal to them. Yeah. Because they strive to be someone that you can put your loyalty in and Mm -hmm. you can trust and it will protect you and clear that path for you. So you speak with intention and you value honesty and directness. You know, if you can ask them clarifying questions to assess where their heart is versus incorrectly assuming.
0: No one likes assuming. <laughs> no. And
1: I, and I will say, I think there's a tendency for several types to assume things of type eight mm-hmm. because of their bold stance and very clear and direct. It's important that people know our behavior your interpretation of my behavior doesn't mean that that's how it was intended. Yeah. So, um, and that's true of any type. So that's really important. And direct and intense communication by them is often good intentioned. Yes. So just kind of keep that in the back of your mind. So that's another.
0: I truly believe that. As, as I mentioned before, my sister's an eight and, and she fits all of this so well. And she's got a big heart and she has is very well intentioned in a lot of things. But sometimes it can be taken wrong if she's so passionate about it people might think it's just a little too much but she's like i really care about this you know take it that i'm really wanting the best for
1: you and and don't forget they're in the body or the doing triad so they're not wanting to just sit and talk about it for hours on end let's talk about what we need and let's get to doing it yeah you know (laughs) (laughs) it's time to get get her done you know
0: (laughs) So what happens if you're in a relationship with a nine? How can you better communicate with them so that they can feel loved and received?
1: You know, nines are another type that sometimes is misunderstood. Mm-hmm. And when nines are in a good place, they're very kind, receptive, open, non-judgmental, and easy to be with. Mm-hmm. Um, they can see all sides of a situation. And that whole kind of, let's collaborate as a group. You know, they, nines and sixes really appreciate that. That's awesome. Let's all put into it and we'll have a, uh, we'll have buy-in. Yeah. You know, when we're done. So if nines are not in a good place, they can be passive aggressive, detached, stubborn, Mm -hmm. avoiding conflict by going along to get along. Mm. So let's do a little contrast there. So a type eight is not going to go along to get along. No, they're not. (laughs) They're going to challenge what it is you say. Now nines can be equally as passionate about their views, Mm -hmm. but they'll just go along with it sometimes if they're not in a good space just so there's not chaos or a lot of yeah. um, you know contention to deal with. I guess
0: they don't want to rock the boat, you know. They don't
1: want to rock the boat. Yeah. And you know several have said that nines are the most stubborn number on the enneagram. Mm. And it's because you know you like you guys can say whatever you want. I'm happy, I'm go lucky, I'm whatever. I'm not moving but you know <laughs> I love you you know and and there's a there's a point sometimes where nines can just dig their heels in a little bit yeah. more so it's important that we communicate what's in our heart to them in a way that they understand mm-hmm. you know the enneagram is all about moving from the spot that we live in the viewpoint that we see mm-hmm. To take time to go into somebody else's spot and yeah. see how they see for connection. Exactly. You know, we are all connected. It's not just on the diagram yeah. of the Enneagram that we're connected. I mean, there's so, for example, nines are attached to threes and sixes mm-hmm. because of their stress and security numbers. So they're always pulling from people that say, I don't want to be put in a box. You know, I'm not just a type nine. No. You're a type nine with a wing eight and a wing one who go to three to six in stress and security. So you can see you're pulling from, from different things. Yeah. So it's important that nines be present, not phone it in. We've talked about that. So yeah. it's important for us when they do that to communicate well. So develop a safe and warm connection with them before difficult discussions. Mm. Invite them to participate in the discussion or problem-solving process by asking them to share their thoughts and views. Yes. You know, you help them feel comfortable and excited to make a change. You know, pressuring them to be quick, um, to be decisive, um, that's only going to shut them down. You know, be patient and kind um, like they are to others. Yeah. You know, affirm them often. You know, really every number appreciates affirmation. Yes, exactly. Some... Maybe need it more than others. Yeah. Uh, but every type. So that's really important. When you do that, it helps them come alive and and continue being assertive and confident. You know, they don't retreat back and go along to get along. They, they speak their mind. And that's really, especially in a big conversation, that's what you want them to do. Um, you can help them promote growth by converting negative feedback into a positive path of growth. Criticism and pointing out their faults only makes them wither mm, inside. That's, that's sad. So um, that's something to keep in mind, yeah. you know, especially if you're one of the types that um, maybe can point out um, flaws in a character or in a plan yeah. or, you know, it's important to let them know that it's not necessarily a flaw in them or it's, it doesn't affect others my relationship to love you. Yeah. My ability to love you. But this is just a detail. Yeah. That we need to.
0: I think this is a great time to take a short break and when we come back we're gonna wrap up numbers one through five and see what their best communication style is. Awesome. Welcome back. We are discussing how to best love on each number of the Enneagram and yeah. what their communication style. We all need love. Amen. <laughs> we yes, all need we, do. we all need someone to understand us and where we're coming from. Just love me. Yes. <laughs> and we want to know if maybe you're married, maybe you're dating or engaged or whatever your situation is. We want you to have good, solid relationships. So we've been talking about that and and we've gotten to type one, and we want to find out why. what we can do to better love the ones in our lives.
1: Yes. Well, type ones are, when they're doing well, they're going to be very honest and fair, poised and polite. Their ideas and opinions are sound and reasonable. There's a mm. reason yeah. for why they're doing things. And, you know, type ones, maybe when they're not doing well can speak in more of a teaching or corrective Mm. uh tone or judgmental um they can become easily irritated and opinionated and show their displeasure visibly wow and of course that's when when maybe they're not doing so well inside so it's important to know when you're having a conversation you can kind of tell if they're doing well or if they're not and that will help you be able to meet them where they are yeah Meet me where I am when I exactly. <laughs> when I need it. <laughs> Help me. <laughs> Help me. So um, here's some ways to improve communication with a type one. You know, type ones are not searching for imperfections. It just shows itself to them. Yeah. Like they can look and see, well, this would make this better. Well, this, if you did this, you know, this is what happened last time. So let's do it this time. And this way it'll yeah. be better, more efficient. They're not necessarily just trying to criticize. Yeah. It's it's more of from coming from a place of let's make this better.
0: And a want and a need for things to be excellent. Yes.
1: And know that they can't help but see it. Yeah. So that's one of the important things. We talked about some other um, types that things just present themselves to them. So yes. that's important. So empathy needs to be demonstrated for how greatly they will suffer under their rating inner critic mm. so remember type ones yes. are the ones with the inner critic and we all are our own worst critic yes type ones because of their extreme desire to be good and do their best mm-hmm. and make it as good as it can be as right there is an inner critic that is constantly like well if you went up the back stairs you would have saved five or six yeah. steps or well if you ate a banana every day, then you would get your, but see, you're not doing the banana. So, you know, it's like every <laughs> it's little thing. thing. Yeah. yeah. And, and so, you know, type ones are at different levels in growth with that, but mm. it's important to know, like they already have someone in their ear that's telling them that they're not good enough. Yeah. So for example, it's not going to help for me to just add to that. Um, it would be better for me to say, this is how I'm feeling. And when you're doing this, sometimes I feel like this. So can you help me understand this yeah. a little better? Um, instead of like, you're criticizing me, you're putting me down, and you're doing this, and you're doing that. You know, they already are aware of the things yeah. that are not like they would like them to be.
0: So don't add to it. Don't yeah. add to
1: it. Don't commit a suicide. <laughs> so we say that, you know, a suicide is, oh, they're just being judgmental. They're actually trying to help. With advice. So, when you are talking with them, provide constructive, purposeful, and thoughtful conversations to solve issues. You know, genuinely affirm. So, there's a few types that will affirm for the sake of being likable, mm-hmm. and that's not meaningful to them. No. You know, genuinely affirm. Um, inform them of your needs without accusing or criticizing. Repeat what they said, asking clarifying questions to get on the same page.
0: There you go. I think that's good in every relationship. So what you're saying is yes. blah, blah, blah. I mean, it's so much better than assume, assume, assume. Yes. So type twos, that's you. That's me. So how can your wife love you better, Ben? What are some things about you that would would be helpful for her to know? There's always (laughs)
1: really specific things, but there's a lot of things that... Um, are common with Mm -hmm. type twos and so when type twos are in a healthy place they ask good questions they give helpful advice empathetic listeners they're warm compassionate you know they are in the moment they're present here with you Mm -hmm. right now Um, when they're not in a healthy place the passive aggression comes irritability Um, they can become demanding and direct giving unsolicited advice Mm. so one of the hardest moves on the Enneagram to understand is a two that goes to eight in stress. Okay. So you have someone who is very focused on you and very focused on the phrasing of the words that come out of their mouth and the advice they give and being helpful Mm -hmm. to becoming very clear and direct Hmm. and A lot of times in stress, if we're not careful twos, it will be very emotionally charged. Okay. That's different from a type eight. Type eights are passionate, but they have a really good handle most of the time on their emotions. Yes. We're under stress if we get to that point where we're not caring what we're saying. Yeah. As a type two. (laughs) It's just coming out. (laughs) It's time to just tell you what time it is, you know. And, And that's a time to also, if you... Um, love a type two, and they're getting to this point, You, that helps you know they're in stress right now. Yeah. So I'm not saying that you say that it feels good. What they're saying, they're hurting me right now with their words, but at least know that they're in a stressful point and this is what they've chosen to as their behavior in their time of stress. So
0: how do you show them
1: the best love? So twos really appreciate being warm and affectionate, and relationally connected before addressing feedback. Okay. So positive energy, encouraging tone. Mm -hmm. You talked about... um, Compliment sandwich. Compliment sandwich. (laughs) Okay. This, you know, and honestly, just as an individual, I hate that I'm that way. But I respond much better because twos want to know that the relationship is okay. Yes. So when you do that, it's kind of like saying, you know what? I'm not just saying you are bad and I'm good. It is It is like, here's some things I appreciate about you. Yes. And I do need to tell you something that's really bothering me. And so blah, blah, blah. And then you just kind of finish the sandwich by adding, you know. But I, lo- I love you. <laughs> I love you. And so one 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 friend of mine says, we always do two compliments and then we say what we really want to say. And they're like, I like your shirt. I like your tie. And you really made me mad when you did that. That is not genuine. And that's not that's a That's just like need, getting through the list. Yeah, you, know? you need
0: bread on the other side. That's too. right. Yeah. Your sandwich is undone. That's you got to so, wrap it with the love.
1: It's not saying you have to puff up twos. No. when you But twos want to be as helpful as they can. So yeah. when they learn that they're not... Yeah. It's they take that very seriously. They put all of who they are into try to do that. Yes, so it's just helpful when we're talking about communication. You don't want twos to get off on a tangent when you're trying to have a conversation with them. This this is just a tip to a tool that can help you communicate with yes. them. Yes, cool. So discussing any challenging or difficult uh, things privately
0: yes I've learned that yes so
1: and this is the same with a type one you don't want to just speak in front of a whole bunch of others when you have a problem hey did you see
0: you did that wrong and yeah let, I can't let believe you group group just here. did that can
1: you believe that <laughs> oh my word you know you turn to the next person I can't believe it either yeah. you know
0: it's got to be humiliating I for anybody but will, especially a two yeah yeah
1: I'm going to go into my hole now and yeah. I will see you in two months oh, you know or whatever that's so sad it's sad but you know it's It's a common response for a two if they're not aware of where other people are coming from. So there's there's uh, things for us to be aware of on both sides, whether you're loving a two or you are a two. The last thing is just to remind them they're loved and supported unconditionally, no matter of the circumstances. So even though you tried to be helpful and it wasn't helpful this time, I still love you and we're going to try again next time or, you know, whatever.
0: Okay, now we're getting into some nitty gritty here because we're about to talk about my type, which is a three. Talk
1: about type threes.
0: So what does that what does that mean? What do I need? Okay,
1: <laughs> well, when type threes are doing well, uh, they are clear, straightforward, mm-hmm. confident, encouraging, and efficient. Yes. So when threes are not doing so well, they can be irritated, self promoting, mm-hmm. impatient. With emotional and lengthy conversations. So this makes me chuckle because I'm married to a wonderful type three. Yes, you are. And when me as a two is not doing so well, I become a little more emotional. Yeah. And it's it's just funny to watch the dance between us as a married couple.
0: Does she get the glazed over look when the emotion gets to be too much? It's a glazed
1: over look and then it's kind of like... No, I can't do this right now with you. You're just, yeah. I quit you for right now. (laughs) But
0: I'll come back later. (laughs) I'm coming back later. Yeah.
1: So it's important for, like in that example, for twos to remember that being too emotional may not get their point across. Yeah. And for threes to remember that if someone's coming across a bit emotional, too Mm -hmm. emotional, that there's probably a reason. Let's get to the bottom of it. Let's yes. combat it with a little bit of logic. Yes, and I love me some logic. <laughs> that is love me some logic. Um, so it's important when you're loving on a type three to remember they appreciate that. Yes, don't you know beat around Casey's barn. Yeah. You know, oh, don't no. don't be extra emotional and still expect them to be present with yes. you. Yes, so. Don't interrupt them to talk about an issue when they're focused on working. Amen. You know, that's important because they give their the fullness of their energy to where they are. Yeah. And so it's not going to help you and it's not going to help what they're working on to just come in and,
0: and it's fine to have conversations with people. (laughs) But I think when we're so, when threes are focused, they're very focused and they want to give it everything they have. Mm -hmm. So they don't want to, they want to get that one task done Mm -hmm. to know that it's done right. Yep. So,
1: yep. So, um, be specific and clear about what's expected of them. Mm -hmm. Ambivalence slows them down and frustrates them. Mm -hmm. I don't know what I think and I don't know what I want and what I want to do. You're just like, well then, you need to go figure it out and get yeah. back to me because, I think we're you know? <laughs> Yeah, I think we're very
0: black and white. It's yeah. either this or it's this, and, yeah. and gray is not always a good space to be. Yeah. Just we want it to, it's left or right, yeah. it's up or down, you know. So, so it's not
1: saying one is better than another, but it's saying if you're communicating with a type 3, yeah. you want them to hear what it is that you're saying. Exactly. And so these are tips to help with that. You know, be positive and clear clearly outline and plan what the positive outcome needs to be <laughs> yes. so there's another we talked about just saying well you did this wrong you did that wrong mm-hmm. and dah, 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 dah. you know that's not really helping have a positive outcome yeah there is an element that we have to weigh the words that we use with every type but yes three specifically like it to be positive and clear
0: yeah now i know there's many people who love fours So how can we love them better? We love fours.
1: So fours, when they're doing well, are authentic, deep, empathetic, great listeners, especially when others are sad and suffering. A four does not necessarily feel like they have to fill up the air with talking or Mm -hmm. doing. Yeah. They can just be. Uh, When they're not doing well, they can be moody, emotionally intense and explosive. They could be cold or detached and condescending Mm -hmm. and you're like whoa 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 you just said they can be intense and explosive but then you said they can be cold and detached yeah that is because the type fours have kind of a push-pull um effect so they will lean towards you and then there'll be other times that they'll pull away Mm -hmm. and they always have a sense of we're not quite there something is left we're it's not complete, you know, that's just part of their being, which is why they're always searching and being yeah. creative. So it's important to know that there is a push pull um, that would really, really be important if a type four is married to another type four. OK, you're pushing while I'm pulling wow. and or we're both pulling and yeah. then we're both pushing, you know, so that's really important um, with that. So improving communication with a type four, express your emotions more openly to develop a solid and meaningful relationship. Mm. So fours are going to know that you really mean business if you express your emotions openly. That's not easy for all of us to do. No, it's not. It's easy for me to express, (laughs) but not necessarily my emotions, (laughs) you know? And so some, they really appreciate and, and find it authentic if you open up about your emotions. You don't have to be just like them. Yeah. But, you know, be real about where you are. be
0: transparent. Be transparent yeah. with them. Yeah.
1: Authenticity is huge. And if you're not authentic, it will, it will stall the communication. And actually, it will just snuff out the communication. Wow. Uh, that's how important it is to be real uh, with the type four. So encourage them to express their emotions mm. with clarity and balance instead of limiting their experience by telling them not to express their feelings mm, yes. so you are loving a type four that means you are loving the fullness of their expression yes. of feeling we love their expression when it's music and art and this yeah, that and the other exactly they need to have room to express in all things so admiration and appreciation for who they are not trying to change them no that's good. that's really important for a type four And and also we're going to reiterate mirroring back to them. Yes. You know, each one of our types are a beautiful reflection Mm -hmm. of who God is and they need to be seen and valued. Remind them Christ perfectly made them and nothing is missing in them.
0: I love that. That is so good and so true. So our last one is fives, and I love fives dearly. I have a husband that's a five and a son that's a five, and I want to do my best to communicate with them and love them. So tell me more about fives.
1: Fives are very respectful and non-intrusive when they're doing well. They're curious and observant. They engage in stimulating conversations with others. I've Uh, seen it. (laughs) But when they're not doing well, they can just be very brief cold, intellectually arrogant. Wow. Look, I've researched this and this is what I know. Yep. So when you have researched it and know this, then we'll talk. Yep. Other well, other than that, I'm going to go to my room. <laughs> and I'm going (laughs) to be very happy in my JOMO. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) Joy Joy of of missing out. (laughs) (laughs) So you can improve communication with the five by keeping the conversation focused on facts and specific details. You know, they can't always drum up their thoughts and emotions right there on the spot. So they may need more time alone to process them before expressing them. For example, you may say, look, we really need to have a talk about this and Mm -hmm. this. And, um, this is kind of where I'm feeling and I need, when's a good time in the not too distant future that we can talk about this.
0: They personally love that. I do know that for sure. Like give them a heads up about what's coming.
1: Yeah. Ask them what percentage of energy they have left (laughs) so they can feel cared for and understood. So we talked about, um, withdrawing numbers, having limited amounts of energy, Mm -hmm. Um, fives are very measured in their energy. Yes. They know how much energy they're going to have, and they're going to allot energy to the places that they need it. So if you come late at night and you said we're going to have this discussion, and it's going to be a long mm. discussion, and we're going to hammer it out till we're done, that's not really one understanding how they are. They don't choose to have limited amount of energy. Yes. It just is exactly, and. You want them to have allotted to measure out some energy for this conversation. Mm -hmm. So it's important to say, hey, we need to have an important conversation. It's late. So why don't we set a time where we can chat about that and go over it's really important to me? You know, that kind of thing. So um, if you allow time and space for them to digest and process information and their feelings. So... Sometimes we say type 5s think about their feelings. Mhm. Yes. Instead of feeling their feelings. I agree. Yeah. And it's just because they're very cerebral in their approach. So it's like, you know what? Let's take take a little bit. How did this make you feel when I said XYZ? Yeah. And let's talk about that soon. That's good. So the important thing is not let that time get too far. Yes. Uh, for you and for them, you know, Amen. if they don't have to deal with conflict, then who wants to deal with conflict anyway?
0: Not many of us, yeah. not really. So just some overall overall final thoughts Ben like in relationships in general. Like what are your thoughts? Like how how do you think best that we can use the Enneagram in in our relationships to make them better I mean that's our whole goal is to connect right and strengthen those relationships
1: connect and strengthen is so important Yes. and so if you connect with someone that has to do with realizing who you are Mm -hmm. and realizing who they are Mm -hmm. the best that you can at this point in time then you leave that place where you are in order to understand where they are. It's it's actually an act of putting yourself aside mm-hmm. for a minute for the sake of the other. And imagine if I put myself aside for the sake of someone and they do that for me. We're yeah. both taken care of. Yeah. I don't have to keep beating this my point. You know, exactly. I'm gonna just hammer this point home. Ideally, they're going to see where you're coming from and mm-hmm. you're gonna see where they're coming from. It's going to save time. It's going to save arguments. And I feel like if I knew that when I, early on in my marriage, wow, some of the self-talk that we have, Mm -hmm. um, it just eliminates that and it really speaks directly to the person. So yes, connect, strengthen, communicate.
0: It sounds like a scripture. Love your neighbor as yourself, maybe. (laughs) It does. And you don't necessarily think of your
1: spouse as your neighbor, but but sometimes when you talk about your neighbor, it's someone other than you.
0: Exactly. And exactly. they're close
1: to you, so exactly. it does fit.
0: I would say you know the takeaway for today for me and, and just for for all of us is remember that all relationships can benefit when Jesus is at the center of yes. them, especially marriages. Mm-hmm. And I I was given a wonderful word picture years ago and it's it's always stuck in my mind. Just picture a triangle and Jesus is at the top of that triangle. And you and your spouse or the person you're in a relationship with are on each corner at the bottom, the closer you draw to him as you go up the triangle, the closer you're actually getting to each other. Mm-hmm. And that's such a powerful visual. That so if true. we keep there there are three people in a relationship, mm-hmm. you, your spouse, or your engaged whoever you're you're with, and, and the Lord. And you know, it's it's if you keep your focus on him, everything else falls into place. Mm-hmm. So We hope that you've gained some insight today to make your relationship stronger. And if you want to dig deeper to learn more about how to strengthen your relationships, be sure to check out a great book called Becoming Us by Jeff and Beth McCord. It's found on yourenneagramcoach.com. You'll find a link in the show notes. And um, if you find this information helpful, be sure to subscribe to this podcast and journey with us. And if you are still not sure exactly what your Enneagram type is, refer to episode two to find out more.